welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today is a very special Reunion 2020 episode. What is that? That's when I bring on a guest I had on in the past because I liked so much I had to bring him on back. Uh, so today's guest is Kevin Black, a principal consultant over at Kevin Black Consulting. Uh, Kevin, welcome back to the show. Hey, Adam. Thank you for having me again. Oh, man, I'm excited about this. You got a new book um, that you're working on right now, and I want to get into that today. This is going to be good. You know I love books. Um, but before we do that, I want to get a little bit further. The audience, the podcast has been going like crazy, so all great stuff. But I don't want to assume that the uh, that our new listeners caught your first episode. So let's just start on what you're doing over at Kevin Black Consulting. So first, tell us a little bit more about your practice, please. Yeah, so um, I am a leadership consultant and a Forbes coach. I'm on the Forbes Coaches Council. And what I do is I help companies rapidly increase the value of their leaders and teams using a combination of behavioral profiling and computer war games. Yeah, so we get, we get executives and managers and directors together, and uh, they learn a curriculum that combines leadership and strategy, playing real-time strategy games you know, operating like a military staff as they build nations, economies, and uh, do intelligence work. It's a lot of fun, and boy, we've seen some huge, huge improvements just in a matter of weeks of our, of, uh, in terms of performance in the teams. Give the audience just a little bit of your of your background, your military background, because I because I want everybody that's listening when they when I when I think of war games, I'm like, who's the guy I want to lead me into this? It's you. So I'm like, this is it's awesome what you do, and I remember our, our episode vividly. So tell us a little bit more about your military background, just so they know who you are. Yeah, so uh, I spent four years. I graduated from Virginia Military Institute, four years in that uniform. Then I did six years active active duty. Uh, in the Army. And in uh, 2005, I got out. But prior to that, I volunteered for the war in 2003, and they sent me. So after 10 years of being in uniform, I finally realized, you know, I just like taking orders from people. <laughs> so I decided to start my own business. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah. So um, I, I have a, obviously, I had my last job in the military was a war planner in Korea. So uh, I, I had the role, I had some great opportunities at working at the tactical level in the trenches and being at the, uh, at the strategic level, seeing how different nations work with one another. And what I do now is I take that knowledge and I translate it uh, into business. And uh, using computer wargaming, it's a lot of fun, it's experiential, and it's not death by PowerPoint. What kind of uh, what kind of companies do you typically like working with? Because I know there's some people listening right now that are like, oh man, that's a whole different concept in engaging their staff and uh, and teaching leadership, maybe even to their new their new managers, or even if they have multiple managers that they're considering for the same position and they want to see who's going to be the best fit. I mean, it's just a new concept that most like I've been I worked for a lot of large companies and nobody ever brought war games to us. So, what kind of companies do you work with? Well, thank you. Great question. You know, uh, I, I range. I have one client that has four employees. I have another client that has 80,000. You know, uh, I've worked, uh, uh, interestingly, years ago, I worked with LifeLock when they were a small startup. So uh, they actually used my program for over two years, and I, I think even some of my IP was used to help the uh, public. So I've worked with LifeLock. I've worked with uh, Medtronic. Uh, currently working with Medtronic now, and I've done work for McKesson. So those are the big boys in the block. 
But, you know, I, personally, I love small companies, I love startups, especially companies in growth, uh, you know, positions for accelerated growth. If your company is about to grow, then you need the experiences of the war game. It shows you how to move on the go, how to strategize on the go, and this really kind of goes into my book that I'm writing. Now, um, that, uh, now I know this is a working title, and I know it could change in the future, so everybody listening, don't worry. We'll, we'll definitely bring Kevin back on when it does go live um, and you publish it. But um, let's start off with uh, the, the title. So Managing Chaos, uh, The Emergent Leader. So what's the inspiration for this book? Let's start there. Okay, the inspiration. So <laughs> from being a platoon leader in, uh, in the Army, you know, having 40 soldiers uh, underneath me, from working uh, with top C-suite, uh, uh, you know, executives in these big companies, I've noticed there is one, there's always one common denominator, that leaders are usually never prepared for chaos. The fact is chaos always pops up its ugly head, and the irony is that despite all the leadership development I've seen over the years, I just don't find that people are actually prepared for it. They think, you know, chaos, failure is an anomaly when really it's just a normal part of life. And what I found is that leaders that accept it, who accept chaos that's going to come up, come up, the better they are prepared to deal with it, the more successful they are. So that's what I, this, what this book is. It's called the emergent, it's about emergent leadership. And I say it's a, it's a philosophy. It's not just a bunch of, two, three, or four steps of how to uh, focus on emergent leadership, but it's, it's a system of fundamentals all linked to one another. And I guess the best way to explain this is, if you step back for a moment, in strategy, there's, there's, there's one long continuum. And on one hand, you have to call a deliberate strategy. This is what companies really focus on, deliberate, methodical. They invest a lot of time, a lot of money in creating these beautiful big plans. You know, the processes, we're going to go to A, B, C, D, and E. That's a, a typical strategy that you find today. Now, believe it or not, that, that type of model is based on the question, can you anticipate the future? And if you say yes, then you make a deliberate strategy. And McKinsey has reported in the past couple of years that those kind of strategies, only 10% of the time work. That's it. So what's the alternative? The alternative is what we call an emergent strategy, and that's on the other end of the continuum. And if you ask the question, can I anticipate the future, the emergent strategy says, no, not really. So how do you do this? How do you strategize? Well, an emergent strategy is a slow, incremental uh, uh, pace, a pattern of movement, usually based on uncertainty. So, Adam, let's say you and I want to go A, B, C, and D, and E. The emergent strategy would say, you know what, it's okay to skip B and C if D pops up, if we know that really is the opportunity to take. But the challenge with the emergent strategy is it places a real premium on people on the ground, on leadership, leaders to make situational decisions. So the question becomes now, how do you prepare those leaders to drive strategy from the ground up, to, to navigate the uncertainty or what we call the fog of war? And that's what I'm writing about. I'm writing about uh, four major areas that I've noticed that can help people prepare. And uh, of these four quickly, the first is identity. It's about knowing who you are behaviorally. Some people respond very differently to change and innovation. Well, that, that's really the nature of the emergent strategy. So if you know who you are and who your team is, that is a huge, huge first step. The second step what we call competencies. And what I mean is, I don't mean skill sets, I mean general bodies of knowledge. Like for instance, strategic planning is a skill, but strategy is a competency 
because that's where the planning comes from. That's where strategic thinking comes from, even critical thinking. So if leaders today can adopt, learn to build and develop these general bodies of knowledge, they are much more prepared to make flexible plans. And this goes to the third area, which is called systems management. Now that you know who you are and who your team is, and you have these competencies of how to lead, how to communicate, how to plan under pressure, now you got to do it, right? And we call this systems management. And the idea is your team is a system. How do you ensure that you have a proper uh, flow of information? How do you know that your people are in the right spot, that they're able to be agile, to move on the go? So that's the third area, third area systems management. And ultimately, the fourth area, you could probably guess, is culture. You're not dealing with machines, you're dealing with people, people who have fears and loves and uh, ambitions. You have to be able to trust your people. When the fog of war comes up, you have to be able to trust them to do not just their task, but to go beyond and, do, and to do those other tasks which have not been assigned. But you're not there over the shoulder. You have to trust them to do it. And that's where you have to develop a culture, a culture of success, one that really is a growth mindset instead of an entitlement one. And I think if you put all those big four areas together, you have a philosophy called emergent leadership. And I'm very proud to say I think I'm the first person to uh, – I have seen no books on emergent leadership. So, Adam, this might be a good book. Man, this something. Is, I, I'm <laughs> really excited about this. And some of the things I was taking notes as you're talking, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. And it, it's to the point with me, and I'm, by the way, I'm not being self-serving here, so I'm not claiming I'm type of great leader, just to throw that out there for you and for the audience. But, like, I get worried if we have too, like, if too many days go by and something, like, is going too right the way I planned it, I'm like, something's about to get us. Like, I, I'll, I don't normally say this word, but in this case, I'll say, I think I'm, we're about to get ambushed. I don't know why. I don't know how, but, but something's <laughs> wrong because everything's going right. And my other co founder, uh, Shirak, he'll be like, what do you mean? I said, well, think about it. Like, we've had a whole week of no, like, nothing has happened that we haven't wanted to happen. <laughs> we got to be really prepared for this next week because I don't know. I don't know where they're going to come get us from, but uh, I, I can't take too many weeks that go the way you plan. <laughs> so I love that you say that, Kevin. Um, <laughs> it, it's going to be good. Um, so that being said, um, when do you when do you propose? I mean, we're gonna don't worry, we're gonna have you back on the show when this thing comes out. I'm trying to get a timeline. When do you think you're gonna you're gonna be um, ready to go live with this book so all the people that you warmed up that are listening know when they should start looking? Oh man, uh, so <laughs> I'm relying on the great James Brown who said it's not show business, it's show and business. So even when I get these drafts ready, I have to find the right people to read it. Because I, I, this, is a, this is going to be a great book, I believe. I'm really proud of it, and I need to find the right readers. So let's assume that all the drafts are done. Yeah, so let's assume the, the drafts are done in the summer. I'm guessing probably the fall is when we can get, it can get published. So uh, oh, that's, that's, that's awesome. So, so this year, this year, yeah, probably, yes. sir? Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. got it. Not, yeah, no, that's good. Then. Well, we're, well, well, put it this way: it's going to be out either this year or worst case scenario, we're going to we're going to talk about it on the 2021 episode, and we're going to be like, "So, Kevin, the book's out. Tell us what did the final <laughs> title end up being?" <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I, the first question I see you can't handle stress too good, Kevin, huh? <laughs> oh come on, yeah, exactly right. I, that I, that I don't get. Um, so, uh, Kevin, so if somebody's listening to this, um, and, you know, I could talk to you all about this all day, but we're about out of time. So if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Kevin Black Consulting um, or to connect with you to learn more about war grains, your process, the kind of things you're up to, um, what's the best way for them to connect? 
Uh, please go to my website, kevinblack.co.co.com. I am not the country singer, Kevin Black. Uh, or you can call me. My number is 480-251-3147. Uh, find me on LinkedIn. Reach out. Say hello. So, yeah, please check out the website. Awesome. Well, hey, Kevin, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about what you're up to over at Kevin Black Consulting and about your new book. That's exciting stuff and excited to get you back on the show when it's live. Um, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. Hope you had a lot of fun listening because we had a lot of fun making this for you. Um, that being said, don't forget, subscribe to the podcast. If you're watching on our new YouTube channel, Money Matters Top Tips, give us a subscribe. Um, leave us some comments in the comment section about what you think about emergent leadership and leadership in general. Don't worry. I'm not going to answer the questions. We'll put Kevin on the hook for that one because I'm not going to claim that I'm going to know your answers. And uh, see that, Kevin? Put you to work already. You thought you were coming on the podcast and it was just going to be a free walk in the park. You know, you got work to do. <laughs> no, oh, seriously, yes, though. <laughs> Appreciate you coming on and uh, great to reconnect with you. You too, Adam. Thank you so much for the opportunity.